the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day in Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka, and it's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. Coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue, once again, our home away from home on Blue Darter Sports Central. Joined by Joe Ferraro, and Joe, it's a special occasion at Porky's. In fact, yesterday, Thursday, was the 15th anniversary for Porky's Original Barbecue in Apopka. And I'm sorry I missed that because I wanted to get over here, but as you could hear, still a little bit uh, under the weather. Yeah, well, it was good to see you up and about, and glad to have you back. It's good being Missed back, you last Josh. week. We um, want to uh, also, um, and of course, you can if, if you missed it yesterday, it's they'll be celebrating pretty much all month long here at Porky's, celebrating 15 years, and come on up and celebrate with them today, which we plan to do after right after our show. Eat meat. Well, friends, we've got a great show for you today. A lot happening, of course, once again with a Blue Darter with Blue Darter Athletics. I do want to let you know that um, a little bit later we'll be joined by Coach Doug Matthews of Popka Blue Darter Girls Soccer Program. Of course, they've already won a champ- district championship with a huge victory over Dr. Phillips last week. We'll get a progress report on. Blue Darter Girls Soccer. Then at 11.40, we look forward to being joined by Coach Scott Williams. Of course, the Blue Darter Basketball wraps up their regular season tonight at home for senior night at Joe Sterling Gymnasium with a game versus the Windermere Wolverines. And, of course, a lot of backstory on that game. Of course, senior night's always huge. Um, Needs no um, extra incentive there. Joe, I always enjoy, love these senior night uh, games from all the sports. You know, it's really a, a, an uplifting experience and an emotional experience so many times. You know, a lot of times it's, it's a big party. You know, it's a great evening for the kids. And without a doubt, pulling out a victory is always extra special. Plus, they're coming off a couple of big wins anyway. As they uh, send off the seniors uh, for Blue Darter basketball this year. And of course, uh, more of the backstory. Coach Grizzick actually is a long, you know, best friends, you know, with Coach Scott Williams, our coach. In fact, Coach Grizzick was assistant coach, served as an assistant coach with Coach Williams, and he actually served as head coach a couple of years ago. He will always be a blue darter. I don't care where he coaches. <laughs> and uh, Coach Grizzick's basketball team is having a, an excellent season thus far. They've got a winning record, and you know, which is a little bit unusual for a brand new school and a brand new program. So, should be a heck of a game tonight. A Popka Blue Darter basketball at home, Joe Sterling Gymnasium tonight, taking on the visiting Windermere Wolverines, coached by our former head coach, Coach Grissick. Um, and then also, Joe, another, and then later we, uh, as I said, of course, we'll be, and of course, um, 
that wraps up the regular season. Next week, the district tournament starts for Apopka and for all the schools in the state of Florida. Postseason in Florida basketball starts next week. And, of course, the Blue Darters will be hosting our district tournament. And, you know, I like our chances. I like our chances, too. And, of course, uh, Popka plays in a very strong district, uh, Class 9A. And, of course, uh, Wekaiba is in that district. They've got a, another good team this year. And, of course, Coach Williams is former head coach at Wekaiba. Really helped to build that program. West Orange, who has another excellent team, is in our district. And Evans, the Evans Trojans, who just a year or two ago, a couple years ago, were ranked number one in the country. And a school with a 50-plus outstanding basketball your outstanding basketball tradition is in our district so it should be spirited competition spirited games uh in every single game of, of the district tournament and that's usually how that rolls roger now but uh, another another more big news that i really want to am excited about and want to share with with our listeners joe and i were talking about this before we went on the air is National Signing Day, of course, for college football was was uh, two days ago, and or maybe yesterday, I guess. And you know, Apopka had a great contingent. We had what looks like nine guys, nine football players, sign scholarships to play at the next level, which is incredible. That really is. Unfortunately, now they're going to force me to to like the Tar Heels <laughs> because two of our guys are going over there. Yeah, that was kind of a, an unusual twist there. Um, but, uh, you know, because uh, that, that would be Will Barnes and Will uh, and Ed Montellus, the, the big, outstanding offensive linemen. Both of those were very highly recruited players. They pretty much had their choice of any elite Division One program they sure wanted did. to go to. And they kind of threw everybody a curve, maybe a little bit of a curveball by choosing the North Carolina Tar Heels. So, yeah, that, that'll be very interesting to follow their progress. And it's always exciting when, when you get to see blue darters on a big team like that. Oh, exactly. And of Come course, Saturdays, you know, you, you, you look for their names to be called out. And we saw that with the Chandler Cox this yes. year. You know, Auburn had an excellent season, played in some huge games. Auburn actually beat, defeated ultimate champion Alabama. Yes. They also defeated Georgia. Uh, they defeated the two teams that played in the national championship game. And then, of course, they played in the bowl game against UCF, which they lost. But uh, you know, our own Chandler Cox you know, is the starting fullback for for Auburn and number 27. It was always a thrill to, to watch him in those, those huge games. Exactly. And we'll look forward to seeing more blue darters. Ed Montellus and Will Barnes and these other guys as well. Um, and let me just share with you the guys that signed uh, scholarships. Shaderick Bradford. Boris Lewis, Chance Bush, as we mentioned, Ed Montillas, Spencer Chambers, Steve Billings-Larson, Will Barnes, as we mentioned, William Barnes, Drez Barber, and Michael Austin, a, a great group of young men, and it's, it's, it's very exciting to see them have the opportunity to go and, and play college football at the next level. And a couple of them are on academic scholarships because they're just brilliant. Well, I mean, I, I think that speaks to the, the nature and the culture of the program. And, and that's the thing about what Coach Darlington, he's not just coaching a team. He's, he's building a program, has built a program. And I would say even go take it one more step further, and he's built a culture. And the actual playing of the games 
on the field is just one part of that culture. You know, that's a, it's a huge part of it. And one we're all proud of is the success that we have on exactly. the field, including the three state championships. But that's just that's not the whole story. It's not meant to be the whole story. The 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 the, the culture and the big picture and the big story is that over and above coaching these guys up to to, to be to represent Apopka in our community, in our school, to be proud of, of what they do on the field and in football games. Uh, he's, you know, part of, you know, coach, what coach is teaching these young men is to be good in the classroom, to be a good citizen at school, to help the other kids. And, exactly. and I've even heard him say this. I've literally heard him say this, what I'm about to say. Uh, he's encouraging these guys, and, and, and it goes even beyond just, quote, don't get in trouble. Uh, but it says, you know, if you see somebody doing something they shouldn't be doing, intervene. Get them to stop doing nice. it. That's what's being taught to the football players at Apopka High School. And uh, and, and as, you, as Joe just mentioned, that it, it com- is now culminated not only in foot- athletic football scholarships for some of our guys, but academic scholarships as well. And it's, and, and it, it's, uh, it's not a... An accident or a random event, it's all part of the, the culture and, and, and the goals and what, what Dar- Coach Darlington is hoping to achieve by what he's teaching these young men, which most of all is to prepare them to be good citizens and good people and good husbands and good fathers um, later in life. And so far he's been achieving that year after year. Yeah, you know, he really has. You know, Joe, it's really amazing to see the fruit, you know, as these guys come through the program and you know, we had that wonderful program up at Charlie Granger's uh, last year where we had a reunion of the 2012 state champions, you know, the the first year that we covered Blue Darter football on 1520 WBZW, and, you know, it, 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 we, we, a bunch of, some of the guys that were here in town at the time were able to come up there and get together, and, and we learned, which I was not aware of, that was actually the first time that any of those guys have gotten together in any kind of a reunion-type setting, and it was it was a wonderful event, but, but the point is, to, to add on to what you had just mentioned, it, it's just gratifying to see the kind of young men that here only four years later these young men are, are developing into and have developed into. You know, many of them graduating from college. Uh, Jevrick Brocker graduated from Benedict University. Um, of course, you know, you can go on and on. Uh, Garrett Speck uh, at, at um, Johns Hopkins University, where he actually played football. Um, you know, other guys, I'm not, you know, Dazzy Morris, of course, graduated at Bethune-Cookman, where he started for four years. Now he's a coach. He's, he was embarking upon his career now as a coach. Outstanding. Uh, you know, uh, Loman, who was a key player, and he's he's doing well in in his life after football. It's, it was just really great to see how how these young men have, have continued to to progress and and take the things that they've learned in the Blue Darter football program under Coach Darlington and apply it to through their life as they as they move forward in life. I couldn't agree more, Roger. Well, it is also great. Of course, uh, baseball is right around the corner. And we'll look forward to, of course, bringing it up to date and covering Blue Darter baseball over the course of the spring under new head coach, Coach Mike McDaniel. But I also want to let you know there are some other Blue Darters that signed scholarships as well. And I want to share them with you. Taylor Smith and Mimi James signed college scholarship papers on Wednesday, February 2nd during a ceremony at at Apopka High School. Taylor Smith signed with Florida Atlantic University, while Mimi James signed with Weber International. 
And, of course, um, and also want to let you know that um, – very proud of them and of course their coaches coach doug matthews who's a girl soccer coach who we look forward to him joining us a little bit later shana rhodes who's the assistant girl soccer coach and the girls volleyball coach and casey miller who was the apopka high school assistant girls volleyball coach appreciate their, their direction for these young women and we're excited about their opportunity to pursue uh, their soccer and volleyball careers in college as scholarship athletes. You know, with all these great athletes leaving Popka, going on to college and everything, I'm curious as to who's going to be the next group of students to step up and step into their spot. No, that, that is a great point. And, uh, but once again, that's another uh, kind of aspect of certainly in football and, and the other sports as well. That ebb and flow. Of, of, of the, the, that's where the program comes in as opposed to the team. You know, if it's just a team, boy, you lose these key players and key people and you could be in, in bad shape. But with Coach Darlington's approach to building a program, you know, he's hands-on in every aspect as soon as they enter Popka High School. So our freshman program is literally one of the best in the state and one of the best in the country. In fact, they haven't even lost a game and I don't know what it is, How 10, 11, years? 12 years, something like yes. that. So, so he's, you know, proactively looking ahead. He's building... Uh, the program as kids enter uh, Apopka High School from youth sports, uh, getting the players indoctrinated, if you will, into his culture, his expectations, and that all begins in the ninth grade so that when uh, these great players and great people move on, got got others coming along uh, ready to, 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 to replace them. And unfortunately, some of the players can't adapt to Coach Darlington's uh, way of doing things. It's tough. It's not easy. You have to be disciplined, and that's what he looks for. No, no, that that is a great point, and um, you know that's that's one of the big parts of, of of the culture of the program, and that's and I think that's one against I think it's one of the things that gives us a program we can be proud of because yeah, just as as we're seeing certain schools, certain coaches are 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 fine, are fine with having somebody who's a great player but not a great person off the field or somebody who is constantly in trouble off the field or, or isn't a good representative of their school and their community um seemingly a lot of people are fine with, with that kind of situation now coach Darlington's not poor character and if you're going to play for the blue darters you're gonna you're gonna you know, at the very least obey the rules and and uh, you know, go to class and, and do your work off the field and and, and actually be encouraged to, to go over and above that um, in your life. So It's like a badge of honor. You know, you have to earn that title, Blue Darter, if you're going to play on the, any of the, you got the at, sports programs a, 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 at absolutely. And that, that's a, an attitude that's, that's pervasive throughout the, the athletic program. Now, I also want to give a shout-out to another outstanding young man, and that would be Christian St. Germain. Now, Christian doesn't go to Apopka High School, but he's from Apopka. Of course, he's the son of our friend, Dr. Patrick St. Germain. And Christian has just um, completed the regular season of his senior year at Orangewood Christian School in Maitland. And I'm pleased to let you know that he, Christian, who was a three-year starter, uh, scored Broke the thousand point mark That's during his career at Orangewood, which is a huge accomplishment. And he actually he was a, received a special award last night at the Orangewood Lyman game uh, and and a, and a trophy for uh, being uh, one of the few players in Orangewood history to actually score a thousand points in their career. 
and he looks just like his dad, only younger. And, of course, Dr. Patrick St. Germain is a former uh, basketball player, scholarship basketball player for the, and actually team captain for the University of Michigan at Dearborn during his playing, playing days. And uh, you know, Christian St. Germain has played on the varsity team at Orangewood for the past three seasons. He's been a starter uh, for the most part for the last three seasons. Uh, he's a six foot four shooting guard, and he is being recruited by various colleges, including Wheaton College, Marietta College, Covenant College, and Oglethorpe University. And we look forward to seeing where Christian makes that choice to go and continuing to follow him in his basketball and athletic career. That is outstanding. Congratulations. Well, friends, you're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central. We encourage you to come up and join us. We're at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka, helping Steve and the gang here at Porky's celebrate their 15th anniversary. In fact, yesterday, Thursday, was the official actual 15th anniversary of Porky's in Apopka being in business. We're going to go to break in a moment. Before we do, want to let you know that we'll be joined we look forward to being joined by coach doug matthews when we come back for break and then later in our program we'll be joined by coach scott williams head basketball coach of the blue darters and of course as i mentioned earlier the blue darters embark on district play next week hosting the district tournament and it'll be quite a tournament with the schools participating which are apopka wekaiba west orange and evans and also the apopka closes out Popka basketball, boys basketball, closes out their regular season tonight at Joe Sterling Gymnasium with a game against the visiting Windermere Wolverines. Well, friends, we're going to go to break. We'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central. Come on up and join us at Porky's. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. It's a great day to be at Apopka Blue Dart, and we're coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. Joe Faro is here with us, and we'll be celebrating, helping Steve and the gang celebrate their 15th anniversary after the show as we have a get our weekend started uh, here at Porky's Barbecue in Apopka, and we encourage you to come on up and join us as well. I love the fact that we're helping Steve celebrate 15 years by eating food. Exactly. And <laughs> and enjoying great uh, great friendship too. That's and true. That's a big another big part of the Porky's experience. It's it's the down home, unpretentious, casual atmosphere where it's just a great place to to hang out with family and friends and and celebrate special occasions. You're right. Well, friends, so and get get Friday afternoon started, of course, as well. Yeah, we're looking forward to being in French. We're talking Blue Sorry, Daughter girls talking. soccer on the show today. We're talking Blue Daughter boys basketball. We're talking about the, the the wonderful news that we had nine Blue Daughter football players sign scholarships to play at the next level. We also had two, we had representatives of the girls soccer and girls volleyball program sign scholarships this week. It's, it's a, a a lot of great things hap- happened this week at, Blue, at Apopka High School. And that's, let's go to now to Coach Doug Matthews, who is the girls' soccer coach at Apopka. Hello, Coach. Okay. Um, well, he'll be joining us shortly <laughs> as soon as we uh, get him dialed up. Look forward to having Coach Matthews here a little bit later. And, of course, the, one of the really top-notch programs in Central Florida. Uh, under the direction of Coach Doug Matthews, 
And also want to let you know, Blue Daughter Baseball, as I mentioned, is right around the corner. Really excited about baseball season this year. Coach Mike McDaniel working real hard. He's going just several times to talk about you know his goals for the program and just looking forward to seeing seeing the guys get started. Yeah, we, you know, we had covered the baseball a couple years back. Looking for, Hopefully we'll get to do it again this year. That would be great. Really enjoy doing broadcasting those baseball games. Really a lot of fun. And, Joe, another thing about, of course, it won't be that long until football rolls around again. But for right now, let's talk a bit more about Blue Darter basketball because, you know, the district tournament is huge in Florida foot in, in Florida high school basketball. One of the most exciting sporting events, in my opinion, in in Florida sports, and it's a you know many of the games are single elimination. The first round games are single elimination, so you got to win that first game to even be able to advance. If you can make it to the district final, then the the winner of the final game and, and the loser will advance at least one more round. But uh, nothing more exciting than postseason basketball uh, in the state of Florida. And we're excited about our Blue Darter basketball team, boys basketball team, embarking upon district play next week right here in a pop get a pop high school at Joe Sterling Gymnasium. And of course, uh, excited about the watching the girls, you know, embark upon their postseason as well. Which actually that started started this week. But now let's go to Coach Doug Matthews head coach of Apopka Blue Garter Girls Soccer. Coach, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you, Roger. I appreciate you having us on again. So, um, And again, I told you uh, about a week and a half ago, I kind of missed seeing you guys on Fridays, but um, definitely glad to talk to you. Now, can you bring us up to date, Coach? I know that you've already had you know, some huge accomplishments with this year's team, which included uh, winning a district championship about a little over a week ago versus Dr. Phillips. Uh, wh- where do, where does the program stand now at this moment? Well, you know, the uh, like I said, it was you know we did have a great win against Dr. Phillips for the championship game. They had beat us in regular season, and then we met in the final game here at Apopka because we host the district. But um, we had a week off, uh, actually just a little over a week, because the state, I guess, had to redo the host site for the final championship game, state championship game. So through the dates off a little bit, and um, so we did host um, Lake Mary, who lost, uh, was runner-up over in their district to Oviedo, and we hosted them here out of pocket. But we um, we got beat by a very good Lake Mary team, and and actually uh, they beat us seven to nothing. We were down two nothing and a half. We had received a penalty kick right before halftime that kind of put us in a little bit more of a hole. But we dealt with some injuries from players uh, going to ID camps and on their club that hurt us a little bit. But don't want to take anything away from Lake Mary. They had a very strong team, and um, they had one of their players uh, who supposedly is a an under seventeen national. Uh, player on the Chilean team, and she was very good. She, I think, she, if I'm not mistaken, uh, scored uh, five out of their seven goals. And um, the only thing I heard of a little bit was a girl that we were planning to mark her. She was one of the girls that was out due to an injury, and that that hurt a little bit. But again, they were a very fine team, uh, and 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 they, you know, definitely deserved to win. So. Um, a little disappointed on that to go down, you know, seven nothing. But the girls were playing really well, 
throughout the first half. And but I think what hurt us was some of the uh, changes we had to make, and they hit us early in the second half with two more goals. So took away a little bit of our momentum. And uh, again, they they were they were a very good team. So. Um, uh, we were happy to make the playoffs and happy to win that district. So uh, we ended up with 16 wins season. from the season. Okay. You know. So we're happy about that because it started off 0-3. So we came a long way from the very beginning of the season. And um, we lost, only lost three seniors So uh, for next year. So it was, you know, we, we returned on a good number of girls. Thank you for being here to share with us. Friends, we're speaking with Coach Doug Matthews. He's the head girls soccer coach at Apopka. As we're hearing, the girls soccer culminated their season with a loss in the regional uh, playoffs to Lake Mary, but had an excellent season with 16 wins, and which included a district championship versus a very strong Dr. Phillips program. Now, Coach, can you share with us a little bit about who were some of the girls that really ha- had a good season? I know you had one of your girls actually has signed to play in college. Can you t- talk about, uh, you know, t- tell us about some of the girls that, that really had a, had a lot of success this year? Well, um, Taylor Smith is the senior that is signing with Florida Atlantic, and um, she had verbally uh, committed last spring. And, of course, you never know uh, if there will be any changes before they actually sign on the dotted line, but she did. They still, you know, continued uh, honoring her uh, verbal commitment, and we're very proud of her. You know, it's a Division One school down in Boca that um, I've had. Actually, she's now the fourth player that has played there from Apopka, you know, going all the way back to um, about uh, 20 years ago. So, um, you know, happy for her. A good program. Um, she's a very strong player. She did not play with us her freshman year, and she was, uh, you know, doing club and, you know, was one of the club teams that tried to keep them from playing high school. And I guess as a freshman, she was intimidated a little bit. So we missed that on her. But she was a great three-year starter for us from her sophomore year on. Uh, she was kind of our solid uh, strength of our midfield. So um, very, very, you know, dedicated player who gave you actually 100% in practice and 100% in games. And all the coaches agreed upon that about her uh, her three years with us. Um, another player that I'm hoping is going to sign with somebody is Brooke Lacuso. She was our sweeper. She, I thought she had an excellent season. She's a four-year starter for us. She, uh, her younger years, she played. Um, uh, her younger years, she played um, defense sometimes in the uh, defensive mid position, or also even played midfield for us. So she uh, had some great uh, seasons with us. And again, she was our solid uh, defender back there, running the show back on defense and. You know, very very proud of her, and I'm hoping she's going to get a commitment. Uh, uh, don't know if it will happen or not, but I know Daytona State uh, was interested in her, and we're trying to find out if we're going to go ahead and take her. That's and Brittany Jones is our former player for us, who's the head coach there. Uh, so I'm hoping that they'll follow through and offer her. Uh, uh, some of the other strong players, uh, we actually you know had some um, young players that really shined for us. Um, uh, at times, we would have three freshmen on the field, but um, one of the sophomores, Madison Tyron, I haven't gone back and calculated all the uh, goals and stuff, but um, she's going to be close to having 20 goals this season and probably around 10 assists. And a lot of energy from her. We moved her back and forth between the center mid to the outside left, where she really uh, she got the goal for us against Dr. Phillips, came flying in from a ball that was crossed by Allie Wilson. 
and scored early in the first half that held on for us. Um, but she did that quite a bit this year. But she also had some nice shots from way outside. Uh, Allie Wilson, who's a junior, played uh, mostly outside right forward going down the last part of the season. Sometimes she would play up in the forward line. And we like what we like about Allie is she gives you a lot of speed on the outside and pushes the ball really hard and, you know, really good attitude. Um, and uh, so we're grateful for having her on the field uh, and returning. Um, then we had uh, on defense uh, Ariana LeBron, who was our defensive mid, and she, she was the one that was hurt and out for this last game. But um, she, uh, again, I'm hoping that she'll draw attention. She's only a junior, but uh, she really had an outstanding year from us in the defense. A lot of speed, a lot of heart, played very aggressive, and, um, you know, kind of lucky to have her coming back. And and then there was, like I said, there were several freshmen that saw a lot of playing time. Um, Ripley Bowman played up front, uh, left-footed uh, forward, and um, so did um, uh, McKenna. Kramer, a freshman, played a lot. We ended up playing her a lot at a center mid spot because, um, you know, felt that, you know, one thing she needs to just increase a little bit is her quickness on the field, but she's very uh, soccer smart. And then um, a nice surprise was Kristen Curry uh, played outside left defense for us. And we're very happy the way she played the whole season. And so, um, you know, again, those three freshmen are returning. So, And then probably one of the outstanding players that, especially from Christmas on, got a lot of attention was our keeper, Annika Wilkin. She just had some fantastic games. And even though we lost 7 nothing to Lake Mary, she had some unbelievable saves that the crowd was ooing and awing about during the game. I mean, she and she got a lot of attention at the Winter Park Showcase from a lot of the coaches that were watching, and they, they were talking to her. So she had an outstanding year, and she's only a junior. So, you know, things look good for us on, on that end of the field. So, so again, just that. Yeah, very, very. So, um, so, like I said, in the end, really happy with the season because it was really, um, you know, kind of like what's going to happen this year, you know, when we started off 0-3. You know, we, we did have a lot of injuries to players coming from club at the beginning of the season, and we played with 13 players in several of the first few games, and it was like, okay, where are we going to go with this? But they did manage to turn around, and we're very pleased with the outcome. Well, Coach Doug Williams, thank you for joining. Excuse me, Doug Matthews. Thanks for joining right, we, us. We become we're related now, today. huh, Roger? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a compliment. That's but, all right. That's right. On, on, on a great season, which included a district championship, and thanks for joining us today to share a little bit about it. Well, thank you for having having me on. So again, I look forward to seeing you guys down the road. You know, run across Hopefully. each other's paths. But thank you, Roger. Well, friends, we're going to go to a break right now. We'll be back with more on Blue Daughter Sports Central, and we'll talk basketball with Coach Scott Williams. So please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you today. Thank you for joining us. Hope you're enjoying the show. It's great to hear from Coach Doug Matthews representing Blue Daughter Girls Soccer. Of course, we're talking about a variety of topics, and a little bit later, we look forward to being joined by Coach Scott Williams to talk Blue Daughter basketball. The Blue Daughters play Windermere tonight at home, wrap up the regular season in a big senior night game, and then start district play next week. And the Blue Daughters will be hosting the district tournament 
right here at Joe Sterling Gymnasium on the campus of Apopka High School. Of course, it's one of the stronger districts in the state of Florida, and we will be playing, I mean, the very the teams in addition to Apopka who are in our district are Wekaiba, Evans, and West Orange. Um, Apopka had a nice victory over Lake Brantley here uh, coming down the stretch, 63-51, to 51, and you know, looks like they're coming. We'll talk to Coach Williams about how, how he feels his progress of the team is and how he feels they they will fear you know how, how ready they are to enter postseason play and um there's still now, time to get your tickets for tonight absolutely and once again we want to give a shout out to christian saint germain and a popka resident who actually has attended orangewood christian school in maitland christian finished up culminated his three-year uh, his his varsity career regular season Last night, of course, Orangewood will embark upon the playoffs as well next week in their division, in their district. But Christian was awarded a a special trophy in a special um, ceremony last night at Orangewood to recognize the fact that he had broke the 1,000-point mark during his three-year career at Orangewood. That is huge. Now, let's, um, as we prepare to hear from Coach Williams, you know, I, I think that and, and as we mentioned, we you know, Blue Darters played a very representative schedule, a tough schedule. Played a lot of the top teams in the state already during the regular season, and and I'm looking forward to hearing what coach, uh, how Coach Williams feels that uh, the Blue Darters are prepared at this. Point. You know, we got to cover a couple of the games. One of the, one of the, at least in my humble opinion, some of the weaknesses was they kept missing those three pointers, and the, you know from the three free throw line. But obviously, something's changed because now they're on a roll. Yes, at that nice victory over Lake Bentley, as we said, and then you have the big senior night game tonight versus Windermere as well. And then before we are joined by Coach Williams, once again, want to want to mention the outstanding Blue Darter football players who have received scholarships and the opportunity to play football at the next level in college. And those are Shaderick Bradford. Boris Lewis, Chance Bush, Ed Montillas, Spencer Chambers, Steve Billings Larson, William Barnes, Drez Barber, and Michael Austin. And as we talked about earlier, Joe and I, it's uh, very exciting and it will be, continue to be exciting to see those players pursue their career at the next level. Yeah, it's always fun to see people you know. And you know, one of the, the characteristics of the basketball, of Blue Daughter basketball, of course, was we had a veteran team coming back this year. There were actually no seniors um, on last year's team that lettered, and on the season, um, when this, on the team when the season ended. So, uh, hopefully, that that experience will will be a plus for us as we embark on district play. I can't see why it wouldn't be, Roger. And you. Know, forward to being coached, joined by Coach Williams here in just a moment. Now, of course, as I mentioned, spring football is not that far away, and you know it's always exciting to see a, have a, another a football season roll around as well. We're looking at just a couple of months. We're already deep into February. I mean, it may not seem like it, but it is a short month. And just a little bit of, about the district tournament, 
Of course, uh, Wekaiva will be in the district tournament. You know, they actually won the district last year, made it to the, the state uh, final four. Of course, they had an outstanding player um, who's, who's not with them anymore. But um, they still have a very solid team, an excellent coach team. Of course, it's a rival game to begin with. And uh, to add even more uh, you know, spice to the to the uh, to, to having them around is that Coach Williams actually used to be their head coach. In fact, he uh, helped get the program, you know, st- uh, really established the program, the foundation of the program over at Wekaiva. And you think that would give the Blue Daughters an up because he knows their game plan. Uh, even though it was a, a couple years ago that he had been over there. But, um, it, but then, of course, um, West Orange, and they, they're always strong in basketball. And once again, that's another huge rival. It's uh, West Orange are huge rivals in, in all sports. And, of course, Evans. You know, Evans one of the top programs in the state of Florida for the past 50 or 60 years, going all the way back to the days of Coach Fred Pennington uh, back in the 60s and 70s. And, of course, just a couple of years ago, uh, Evans was ranked number one in the country. So that gives you a little insight into the kind of program they have. So it's just going to be a bunch of exciting basketball for, ba- for high school basketball fans, for basketball fans in general. I encourage you to get up to Joe Sterling Gymnasium next week for the Class 9A District 3 Boys Basketball Tournament. And that will be Wednesday, February 14th and Friday. And now let's go to Coach. We are pleased to be joined by Coach Scott Williams. And, Coach, uh, thank you for joining us today. Oh, Thank you, as always, Roger, for having us, and uh, I really appreciate it. Now, of course, we have, as we've been talking, embarking uh, upon the district tournament next week, which we will be hosting at Joe Sterling Gymnasium. But before that, there's one important regular season game to go. That is tonight at home at Joe Sterling Gymnasium versus the first-year Windermere Wolverines and Coach Grissick, who I know is a, is a close friend of yours and also used to serve as your assistant coach, and he even served as head coach one year for our Blue Darters. Can you just, uh, talk about the game tonight versus Windermere? Well, actually, I can be prophetic and talk about the game because it actually was last night. But so I can speak. I can speak with a little bit of certainty about what might take place. Um, no, you know what? Uh, so much emotion into last night, uh, senior night for six seniors that mean and have meant so much to our program. Um, uh, Mark and his son Trey and Michael Stringer Bratton, all members of our staff coming back and that was by design um, Mark wanted to be here for senior night because he's so invested in these kids and um, so just so much emotion and uh, not to mention the fact that you know they're a, they're a 15 and 9 basketball team that uh, has two mid mid major division one at worst players their point guard and their big kid and so a dangerous club and we got off to a little bit of a slow start um, obviously our you know when you, when you have your seniors starting, sometimes it gets your rotations a little bit out of whack and gets stuff in. So um, it took us a while offensively to get going. Um, and they, you know, they're a, in many ways a mirror image of us. They're going to guard really well. They're going to be very patient on offense. Um, they're their season statistics mirror ours in so many ways and so it was like it's like playing against yourself and uh and as much as i love mark 
um, and we compete like heck against each other, just like brothers do. Um, it's not any fun. And we were up 18-14 at the half, um, just a just a punch fest. And we, um, I thought offensively we settled in a lot better in the second half. The tempo of the game, you know, they really tempo folks down. And uh, we ended up winning 42-31. to uh, it was it was 42-28 uh, with a couple minutes left when we cleared the bench and uh, but um but did some good things I thought offensively we we were uh, a little bit more patient which um, a team that defends really well makes you do uh, Jai Clark I thought really had a, an outstanding second half in particular and made some big shots for us Rodney Lubin uh, and. Uh, and then our, our bigs uh, were more active as the game went. Zach Anderson, Keeving Etienne, and Nathan Lewis, um, all three, not only in terms of production, but I, I thought their effort um, all night long against Dakota Rivers, who is a really talented six seven post player for Windermere. Um, he finished with 11 points, but only uh, only, I think, two field goals, maybe three. And, uh, you know, he averages 14 rebounds a game. And uh, I don't know how many he had, but I know we held him under his average, especially he averages over five offensive rebounds a game. And when our primary bigs were on the floor, I think he only had two or three offensive rebounds, and that's really important. And so it was a good win. It wasn't, it wasn't um, easy. Um, but um, I don't think whenever we play against them, it's going to be easy because they're going to know us so well. And, uh, and all that stuff, but it was a, a, a you know another continuation of us learning how to win games, learning how to make enough plays, learning how to find different different solutions, um, and we did it without you know one of our key seniors, Travis Henderson, who's just been playing fantastic, uh, has been battling the flu, and um, actually um, you know we our our protocols are normally if you can't practice the day before a game, we don't play you. And uh, I, I broke that because it was senior night and we were able to just drop Travis in for a couple of minutes just so he could play. You know, but Travis is a guy that's been averaging about 13 points a game here for his last five or six games. And, and uh, we did, you know, obviously he, was, he wasn't able to score last night. And so um, uh, hopefully we'll get him back Saturday at somewhat full strength where he gets enough of, a, enough of the game in him to kind of get out the – the stuff you know when you're out a few days and your rhythm suffers, but um, really pleased with the win. Really pleased with the fact we've won eight out of ten. Um, but um, but obviously the tough stuff the tough stuff starts next week, and and yeah, uh, we're right. fully we're aware. Up, we're, that we're, the, yeah, we're up on our next break. If you can stay with us, and when we come back, I'd love talk, to. Yes, sir. Talk about the district tournament, which starts next week, right here at home at Joe Sterling Gymnasium. Friends, you're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central. We'll be right back, coming to you live from Porky's. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. Roger Franklin Williams coming to you live from Porky's. We're speaking with Coach Scott Williams of Blue Darter Basketball. Before we go back to Coach Williams, I want to remind you that Blue Darter Sports Central and all the programs you hear on 1520 WBZW, our hometown station, are presented by Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find out more at fladoor.com. That's fladoor.com, or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR and tell them you're in a popular blue darter. 
Now back to Coach Scott Williams of Blue Darter Basketball. The Blue Darters will be embarking, as all the other teams in the state of Florida will be doing next week, into postseason play in the district tournament. Now, Coach, before we talk about the district, though, you had two huge wins uh, before the win over Windermere, which included a nice, solid victory over Lake Brantley and then a a huge 60-44 win over Edgewater, who was an outstanding team and program. In fact, Edgewater made it to the Final Four last year. Can you uh, share your thoughts on the two victories, especially starting with the the win over Edgewater? Sure. Um, You know, uh, Edgewater... I would have loved to have played Edgewater if they were uh, full strength. Um, their their best player is a um, a multi talented six eight um, post player. He doesn't really play in the post very much, Robert Allen, but he's going to Samford University next year. And he kind of rolled his ankle Monday in practice, so they held him out. And you know, I felt like we could have beaten him anyhow. We have a, a great rivalry with them, and um, have played them over the summer and the fall. And every game's been really tight and competitive. And um, we just really defended the daylights out of him and made it hard for him to score. And you know, but it's a different story if he's on the floor. I'm sure it would have been a much more competitive game. But you know, right now um, they're uh, they're ranked uh, by by the different polls anywhere one, two, and three in the state in class six, uh, in class eight A rather, and and uh, so it's it's a it's a win that we're really proud of, and and um, and almost set us up to be able to potentially win the metro. But their Edgewater's win last night over Olympia, uh, they win the metro and we finish second, and uh, but it just continues a stretch where I have felt like that. We have continued to make small progress defensively. Uh, our defensive rebounding has become um, more consistent and was outstanding on Tuesday and against Lake Brantley. Um, and we're we're doing a better job in terms of recognizing, based on our scouting report, uh, how to guard different people. And uh, our transition defense is getting a little bit all, – all things in which, you know, we're becoming a little bit harder to score upon. And, um, and those little details are going to matter for us moving forward. But but obviously, with Lake Brantley and Edgewater, two rivals, uh, to be able to uh, to play well and to be able to, um, to to have nice wins over both is something you're very proud of as a program to be able to do that. And of course, if I've got it right, you're headed into district play, uh, going what, winning seven out of eight down the stretch in the regular season. Yeah, you know. Um, you know, after after what's going on this week, you know, we're at eight out of ten, and hopefully after tomorrow it'll be nine out of eleven for us. And and uh, you know, the momentum is good, but you know, momentum is as simple as um, not throwing the ball, not throwing the ball away, getting a couple stops, and making a jump shot. And um, and so next week. Um, you know, I, I, the the biggest thing that I feel like we're doing is I feel like we played pretty well at home this week, and there's been long stretches this season I haven't felt like we've played well at home at all, and I've been worried about it, and I feel a little bit better. I know that our guys are going to be really focused. You know, we've tried to really understand that the process uh, is so much more important than the results that we have to leave the scoreboard out of our hands and just go about trying to play uh, the possession right in front of us, the game right in front of us, and and let the results fall as they may. Um, And uh, when the the pressure of a district tournament hits, that's real important. Your kids have got to be able to stay in the moment and just play the game. And sometimes your kids are able to do that really well, and sometimes it's a struggle. And hopefully for us, uh, 
you know, a lot of these kids experienced last year uh, losing in the district semis uh, to Wakiva. And again, it was very interesting. Obviously, Wakiva went on to the state finals. Uh, we actually led well after the first quarter. We had a, an, a god-awful second quarter that we regretted terribly. And then we fought our way back to where we were a, a wide-open three-point jump shot with a couple minutes left to cut it to a one-point game or a two-point game. And, and, and so... I feel like going through that hopefully is going to help our kids this year. But at the end of the day, it's about being smart with the basketball, and it's about rebounding the basketball. And it's about being patient enough on offense to make sure that, that you're taking advantage. You know, I think the one thing that we do um, that helps us potentially against a team like Evans is, you know, we've got a number of guys that can score. Um, you know, basically over the last month of our season, we've pretty much had five guys that are double figures. And that balance is critical because it means that on a given night, we don't need anybody to feel out of kilter if they're struggling with their game. And, and uh, we need everybody to be on all hands on deck and hopefully have big crowds next week. And it's a tremendous opportunity for our program to represent our school and our community and hopefully uh, get into the state playoffs. Well, Coach, we wish you uh, best wishes and excited about uh, watching you play. And you know, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much, Roger. Really appreciate all you guys do for us. Coach Scott Williams of Blue Garter Basketball. Well, Joe, it's pretty much going to wrap up our show. It's uh, boy, it's great to talk to some great coaches and and really uh, see all the excellent things happening with Blue Garter Athletics right right now as we speak. And it's only going to get better, Roger as the season goes on, and then a new season will start. But really uh, excited about the way that the Blue Darter basketball closed the regular season. It's, it's seven out of eight victories here. They've got a game, I guess, uh, you know, one more game before the regular season ends, but one, have won seven out of the last eight and eight out of the last ten and, and against some really top-notch competition, which, which kind of makes, makes us all feel good. And, of course, when everything starts 0-0, zero, zero, here we are, start from scratch. That's it. Once you start that, that district tournament. And uh, one more thing, time I want to emphasize, friends, that the district tournament is in Apopka. It will be played at Joe Sterling Gymnasium. I encourage you to get out there. You'll see some of the best high school basketball in the state of Florida. And the participants will be Apopka, Wekaiba, West Orange, and Evans High Schools four teams with excellent basketball tradition and, and excellent basketball teams. And friends, we want to encourage everybody to come up and help celebrate Porky's 15th anniversary. We'll be here after the show having lunch. There's already a big crowd at Porky's. And I want to give a big shout out to Steve White, all the gang at Porky's Original Barbecue for 15 great years. And we're happy to be just a small part of it. Well, friends, we well, hope you have a great weekend. I want to thank Coach Scott Williams for joining us, Coach Doug Matthews, Jeff in the studio, and Joe. For- it's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.